Welcome to the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast, your premier resource for buying, owning, and investing in Winnipeg's real estate market. And now, here's your host, Adrian Schultz, who loves all things real estate, property management, and mortgage financing. I'm joined today by Steve Ennis, who is with CMLS Financial, a Canadian lender that services both the residential and commercial mortgage lending space. Today, we're going to be talking about CMHC Insured Multifamily Residential Financing. Steve, welcome to the show. Really happy to be here. Thanks for the invite, Adrian. Uh, Just so that uh, people get an idea of who you are and who you're with, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, CMLS? Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, I've been in lending for about 15 years now, almost probably probably about 70% of that strictly on the commercial side. I was with Bank of Montreal as a commercial account manager for five years before joining the BDC on the island for another five. And then uh, after that, I, I tried the brokerage route and I did the brokerage, more independent mortgage brokering for five years before joining CMLS about a year ago. And what is your role at CMLS? So I am what you, I am uh, on the strategic lending group. It's called. We do all the insured multifamily in Canada, and I'm strictly broker driven. Like we have commercial, we've had a commercial presence in the marketplace for quite a while, and those those guys deal mainly with borrowers. But we're the first commercial multifamily directed strictly at mortgage brokers. What are the primary differences between a standard residential mortgage, which can go up to four units, versus multifamily residential, which is more than four units? Probably the biggest difference is we're we're more concerned with the with the asset. So if you're going to look at four or below, the first thing a business development manager is going to look at is where the buyer's income is coming from. Do they have a job? Do they have own a business? That's what they're looking for. With us, it's very different. We're looking at the asset. So if it's an apartment building, I'm asking for the rent roll and the operating statements to assess that the cash flow from that building. That's probably the big, there's a lot of little differences, but that's probably the biggest one. So when mortgage brokers are calling me about GDS, TDS ratios, I kind of throw that playbook out the window and start from scratch, and we're all about debt service coverage ratio. So, so it's a little bit of a different lens for, for traditional mortgage brokers. Now, why would someone use a mortgage broker or along with CMLS versus going to their own bank or credit union? Probably the biggest one is a lot of those lenders, for some reason, I'm not actually sure why they don't, but all those lenders, even though they will finance multifamily, they won't do it with CMHC insurance. So when you take away that insurance piece, it becomes kind of more of a traditional commercial deal where you're looking at loan to values, say 65, 75 range, 20 year amortization, maybe four to five percent interest rate because it's more of a commercial deal. Um, But with us, with that CMHC insured piece, we're stretching amortizations up to 40 years. Our rates plummet now. We're we're in the low two percent right now for a five year and we can get the leverage even higher, up to 85%. So that's the biggest thing. Like a lot of them, for some reason, lenders on the street, they don't have an interest in the CMHC insurance with these apartment buildings. And from a high-level perspective, what are the expected CMHC fees if someone is to use the CMHC program for insured multifamily residential financing? So for the fees for uh, yeah, CMHC, they charge $150 per door. So we prepare the CMHC 
a submission. So we'll do the underwriting for it, submit it. Once they receive it, they'll reach out to the borrower and ask for that fee. So, you know, 10-unit apartment building, it's $1,500. And then they have their premium, which is amortized. So it works out to, you know, anywhere from 20 to a couple hundred dollars, depending on the size of the mortgage per month. So that's caps out at about 5%. So if they go max loan to value, max amortization would be about 5.25, but it is a sliding scale. So it can go as low as about 1.25% for the premium. And uh, you can do loan to value up to 85% depending on the deal. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, the first conversation I have with my mortgage brokers are, you know, what's the rent roll and what are the expenses? So if the landlord's been been pretty good and he's been keeping his rents up to market, um, then yeah, I can go max loan to value, max amortization. And in a place like Winnipeg, I got to say, I would love to do more deals in that place because the dollar goes so much further in Winnipeg. You know, I can get 85% in Winnipeg, no problem, where as in some markets like Vancouver, the, the relationship between income, rents, and property values are, are stretched so much, whereas 85% is easy in Winnipeg. Vancouver, you're looking maybe 65 70%. And what sort of borrower covenants are we looking for as a baseline? Oh, it's, yeah, so CMHC does have a minimum. So they want to see 25% of the loan amount. They want to see that in the terms of net worth. So if we're doing a million-dollar deal, the borrower individually has to have $250,000 net worth. And that can include equity in real estate. Yeah, equity in real estate, RSPs are fine, uh, savings accounts are fine. I've, I've spent time on the phone with CMHC cobbling together to get to that mark. And they're a federal crown corporation. Their mandate is to help Canadians. So they're really, really good to work with. And would retained earnings in a professional corporation such as a medical corp or a dental corp be acceptable to CMHC for assessing overall net worth? Yeah, we have, I've done deals like that before. So I did a, I submitted a deal recently. I was a holding company and then a corporate guarantors. And so we submitted it looking for just a corporate guarantee. So they said, okay, well, these holding companies, these companies, they have enough assets in them that they're strong enough that we don't even need personal guarantees. Wow. So it is possible. So, but really, it's, it's really what uh, CMHC approves at the end of the day. A lot of my clients may have one rental property or a couple of duplexes, perhaps triplex or fourplex. And one of the biggest uh, challenges or, or perhaps desires and plans is to evolve into true multifamily residential. What recommendations would you have for a qualified rental property owner that does want to evolve their portfolio from those types into a true multifamily residential using the CMHC Insure program? Yeah, it's a very good question. I probably a few a few little pieces of advice. CMHC on the multifamily side, their underwriting takes a little bit longer. So the first thing I'd, I'd say is uh, to be patient. It's like single family insured, your turnaround time is maybe worst case scenario 24 hours. With CMHC multifamily, you're close to eight weeks to get that certificate of insurance. So be patient is number one. Number two, like be prepared that the fees are not crazy, but be prepared to pay a little bit more than you would for kind of something that falls under the single family bracket. For example, uh, we're going to need to see an appraisal. Single family appraisal, you're like maybe $350. 
Whereas uh, multifamily, honestly, you're probably about $2,000 for a, co- a proper commercial appraisal on that. And then, like I said, with CMHC, you have that $150 a door fee. Um, so a few more fees. And I'd say worst case scenario, a separate piece of advice. If you're nervous at all, if you're used to duplex, triplexes, and you know that 20-unit apartment building, 10-unit apartment building makes you a little bit nervous, to get a property management company. Yeah, no, I I, I echo that. And it's going to cost you 5 or maybe even 4% of collected rents. And now you've got someone taking care of those concern challenges for you. Yeah, because yeah, we've done deals where I've, I've had some borrowers in BC and they want to buy in Winnipeg just because they can get to that 85% loan to value mark. And the obvious concern is, you know, it's hard to fly back and forth whenever there's an issue, whenever something needs to be addressed. So we just say, just we'll make it a condition, get a property management company. In the end of the day, we're, we're really doing you a favor. And usually borrowers are like, yeah, that's a great idea. So keep that in mind. And then last piece of advice, just go for it. I, I had one little thing I wanted to say. It was in the Western Canada Apartment Investment Conference this week. It was a virtual one, obviously. One of the heavy hitters on the realtor side was saying one of the biggest entrants into this market this year is first-time buyers. And why is that? I think it's because they're kind of hitting a roadblock, a lot of these guys, with their portfolios. They've done a fantastic job building up property after property, and they hit 8 to 10. And now lenders, they have maximum number of door policies. So kind of they get stuck. They, they're, they're comfortable with real estate. They've got nine properties. And now none of the lenders will allow it because they have that maximum door. So they're taking that jump into that space. And also, there is almost no competition from foreign buyers in this space because of the foreign buyer tax. Yeah, and, and I, I echo that. As far as duplex, triplex, and fourplex lenders, uh, some of them cap out at five properties, others at 10. The beauty of the product that we're talking about is they don't necessarily need to divest of their current portfolio because you will allow the equity position in those properties to add to the net worth for the borrower covenant. So there is actually, that's an amazing opportunity for someone to take their real estate investments to the next level. Yeah, you just nailed it with the covenant. So they easily qualify with CMHC's minimum net worth requirement. And our credit group loves it because it shows that they've got experience with renters. So those are fantastic. I tell everybody who will listen, I said, if you've got those borrowers that feel stuck at eight properties, try, you know, if they're nervous, try a five plex. If they're, you know, a little more aggressive, try a 10 or larger because it's, it's, it's such an easy deal for me, those guys. Now, one of the biggest challenges, obviously, is finding assets to buy. Do you have any tips from seeing deals of how we may be able to go and find the right properties to do these type of deals? I'm saying bedroom communities are fantastic. You know, you know inside the core, it's kind of tricky. Like, every market's like that. Like, Downtown Vancouver is tough, downtown Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, downtown, it's tough to find. But if you kind of get just outside the core where people are living and commuting, those are great markets. The prices are a little bit more reasonable. The values are still strong. Uh, There seems to be a little bit more available. I was talking to my Toronto guys last week, and the ones they do in the Toronto core, downtown Toronto, almost none. It's all kind of like out in the bedroom communities, Mississauga, Windsor, Hamilton, so I'd say look a little bit further. And do we have a minimum population count for that bedroom community? Yeah, I'd say it's tougher. I'd say below 30,000 is kind of tricky, but bedroom communities were usually okay in it. It's when they get, it's the remoteness that's the challenge. If, like if they're not 
if they're small, like below 30,000 and nowhere near a major center, then it's kind of tricky for our, our investors. But of course, uh, here in Winnipeg, we've got a handful of bedroom communities or towns that are a 20-minute drive. So those are worth taking a look at. I'd love to see those. Yeah. Love uh, to see those. You spoke to, you spoke to your love for Winnipeg real estate a little bit before, <laughs> but can we dig uh, deeper into that a little bit? Why do you love Winnipeg real estate? I think it's because Vancouver, because I'm in Vancouver and the, the prices just here are just so far out of whack. Your dollar goes so much farther in Winnipeg. Like, like I said, 85% is easy. I can, I can advertise 85% in Winnipeg and hit it no problem. You know, I advertise it in other parts of the country, and you get the numbers, and you said, sorry, it caps out at you know, 70% sometimes. That's not quite as attractive because you have more down payment. But no, it's just, it's, and it's a good-sized market, Winnipeg. Like, what do you, got? you have over a million people there. Yeah, I mean, when you encompass yeah. the surrounding area. Now, we are a little bit of a, I think, of a loyal bank and credit union town. I guess just in closing, what makes CMLS a competitive lender in the multifamily residential space? Why should someone consider CMLS as an option? Because the savings are, are just ridiculous, especially when you look at it over the life of the loan. Like when I when when you look at that much lower you get rate you get especially with the premium, you're getting that at every single renewal. So you might get sicker shock from the premium you face up front, but the savings make up for it easily in that first five years. And for the life of that loan, you're getting those insured rates offered to you every year. And that premium is is fully tax deductible, so you just have less exposure on your passive income. Exactly. Yeah. Steve, it's been a pleasure to have you on the call today. If someone wanted to reach you directly, how would they reach you? Several several places. Easiest is email, steve.ns.cmlos.ca, or uh, my LinkedIn account, or my Facebook, or, or my number directly, 604-787-4885. I'm, I'm easy to find. And of course... If you are here in Manitoba, I have a direct connection to Steve, so I'm more than happy to assist uh, with your multifamily residential financing needs using CMLS and the CMHC insured program as a, what sounds like an excellent option for your borrowing needs. Thanks, Steve. And I can't wait until uh, this COVID nonsense is over and I can finally do a a visit uh, visit to Winnipeg. I can't wait. Well, we do have some of the some of the best food and in my opinion some of the best beer around. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> okay, have a good one. Thanks, Steve. Thanks so much, Adrian. Thanks for listening to the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at I Love Winnipeg Real Estate.ca. 